Whew, I am worn out. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked. Celebration Week and Celebrity Book Edition. Today's book, The English Roses by Madonna. Illustrations by Jeffrey Fulvamari. Published by Callaway Editions. It's our one-year anniversary. We made it. It's been one hell of a year. We hope to be around for many more years to come. We've been having a lot of fun. I hope you have, too. All this would not be possible without you, the listeners. We appreciate all your support. In honor of your support, we're giving out a free hat to a fan. And you guys have to wait no longer. And the winner of the official This Goose is Cooked hat is Christopher Reichs. Thanks for listening and leaving reviews. We really appreciate it. Reach out to me on Instagram, and I'll be sure to send it out to you. If you missed out this time and would still like some merch, be sure to check out our This Goose is Cooked shop on Zazzle. And if you want to keep up with everything This Goose is Cooked, follow us on Instagram. And I want to thank our listeners one last time. All your likes and ratings on any platform go a long way and are appreciated. One last thing. Be sure to tell your friends about me. Throughout this week, we've been looking back at some of our favorite reviews. And I give top 5 reviews in different categories. Today's top 5, my top 5 favorite celebrity reviews. Coming in at number 5, we definitely couldn't leave off the list our first ever celebrity book review. It's episode 42, Your Baby's First Word Will Be Dada by Jimmy Fallon. At number 4, it's episode number 170, The Alphabet from A to Y with bonus letter Z by Steve Martin. And at number 3, it's full of crap. It's episode 140, The Dinosaur That Pooped Christmas by Tom Fletcher and Dougie Pointner. Coming in at number 2, it's episode 180, Whatever You Do, Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, by Mo Willems. And finally at number 1, it's a girl who has trouble showing her emotions. It's episode 57, Today I Feel Silly, and Other Moods That Make My Day, by Jamie Lee Curtis. Now to the review. The English Roses follows a group of four friends that shuns another girl because they're jealous of her. Will these girls ever learn to accept someone outside their friend group? Well, I hope you like gossip because we're in for a lot of it. The book opens by introducing us to the English Roses. It turns out it's just four girls who have a name for their little group. Think wild hogs, but instead of old men, it's girls. Honestly, who names a friend group? And why did they choose English Roses? Why not Venezuelan Dandelions? Or Somalian Poison Oak? And how do they know they're English anyway? I guess by the accent. These girls love each other a little too much. They do everything together. And, quote, They go to the same school and live in the same neighborhood. They play the same games, 
read the same books, and like the same boys. End quote. Uh-oh. Drama. They all like the same boys. That's not going to go over well when one of the English roses is getting tapped by the boy all of them like. It won't be a very tight-knit group then, unless they decide to expand the English roses and add a cattail to the mix. I guess polyamorous relationships are a thing now, so who am I to judge? The Mormons have to be happy with that. But all that is only a taste of what these girls like to do. Can you guess what their favorite thing to do is? I bet you can't. Okay, I'll tell you. It's dancing! Haha, <laughs> dance party! So fun! Who doesn't just like to let it all out after a long day and just dance with their girls? Uh-oh. Now enters the antagonist. It's another girl named Bina. Like Flicker Bina. Why don't these girls like her? Well, it's because they're jealous of her good looks and how nice she is to everyone. Nobody's better looking than me, so I can't relate to that part. But who doesn't hate nice people? Always smiling and doing charitable acts. It's all too much. When I introduce myself with a scowl on my face, is it too hard to ask that gesture in return? I don't need to hear how wonderful the day is. We read on, and I have to say, there are a whole hell of a lot of words. I might need to take a break and come back later. It's like we've read three books by now, and we're not even a third of the way through. Anyway, it turns out Bina is lonely, and the girls know it. But these bitches, the English roses, won't invite her to hang out. I'm confused. I thought Bina was the antagonist. But it really looks like these friends are the bad guys. As we continue, I'm asking myself, did Madonna write this book or a teenage boy? We drop in on the girls all having a sleepover, and guess what they're doing? Yep, they're having a pillow fight. I don't know a single girl who's ever said they've done this. They've all told me it's just a weird made-up fantasy that pillow fights happen. But now I'm wondering if I've been lied to, and Madonna knows something I didn't at that age. Well, the mom walks in and gives them a talking to about not including Bina. And let's just say it's a long talk. It's at least a book's worth. I'm thinking if you want to read this, you might need to set aside a whole week, maybe even a month for this one. Well, anyway, the girls go to bed that night feeling upset about their actions. But while they were sleeping, they all had the same dream. What a coincidence! A fairy godmother shows up to a picnic they're having and offers them the ability to drop in on someone else's life. A fairy godmother, huh? That's original. And, quote, What do you mean? Asks Charlotte, pulling her sandwich out from underneath the fairy godmother's bottom. End quote. Nothing like a good old ass sandwich. Mmm, mmm, eat up. That meat was between two sets of buns. But what the fairy godmother means is she's going to take them all over to Bina's house to show them what Bina's life is like. She offers to make them all invisible. 
and the girls jump on the opportunity. Invisibility? Really? That's a superpower every creeper wishes they had. Seriously, ask anyone if you could choose one superpower what it would be. The stalker is always choosing invisibility. What else would they pick? It's not like they're going to say, How about the ability to fly? These girls have showed their true colors. There's some weirdos. I'm trying to make this review as quickly as possible for everyone. So, they get to Bina's house and figure out that she doesn't have a mother, has to wash the floors and make dinner while her dad works. Yeah, it's sad, but it's clear Bina is not only talented, but a hard worker. Neither are things the English roses have. Well, these girls wake up from their joint dream, and they decide to take Bina in as a charity case. As if she really needs it. She should be taking them in. I hope Bina figures out that these girls are worthless and finds other friends before it's too late. Well, finally we make it to the end, and Bina doesn't make that realization. She does everything with them. It turns out they all became very successful in life after they all grew up. I think we all know whose wake they rode. The lesson here is simple. Don't make a book this long. I mean, this never ended. And it was all to teach us about acceptance and understanding there's more to what you see about a person. It got wearing. The other lesson here is obvious. This book is about networking. Even if you don't like someone, be nice to them. You don't know who they could end up being. Case in point, these girls all got carried by Bina. That's how they became successful. Bina's like LeBron James with his 50-person entourage. If you think any of those guys are talented, you're on something. But hey, they were nice to the right guy. On to Madonna's writing. You already know what I don't like about it. So what I did like was her moral. It was a solid one, and applicable to anyone throughout their life. I believe she has a whole series of these books, so someone must like them. As for Jeff's pictures, they were crude like an amateur attempted them. And that's me being nice. Me being mean is, I thought we opened a psycho killer's diary and saw his doodles. Seriously, I thought we were looking into the mind of Buffalo Bill. Well, that was one hell of a marathon to finish off one year. I think the only thing to do now is... Dance party! Now, give the rating. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.8. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for several more bites. And happy anniversary to This Goose is Cooked and our listeners. This Goose is Cooked, Celebration Week and Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.